And so we are just praising the Lord. We just want to invite all of you, give you a nice, warm welcome. Those that are watching from around the world, we just want to invite you to our service today and just thank you for tuning in. We have a beautiful power packed service today. So call somebody and just let them know to tune in to this channel and start a watch party. But we want you to tune in and stay tuned in today. And so right now, since we're in this serious time, we have to start things off with the most important part of this service, and that is prayer. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles 7:14, it says, If my people who are called by my name would simply humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he says, then, only then will I hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. This land needs healing today. This pandemic is rolling across this nation, but we need God right now. So right now I'm going to ask Sister Karen Lewis to lead us in this intercessory prayer today. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us for prayer today. Um, Let's bow our heads and let's petition the heavenly throne room. And remember that prayer is not to bring God down to us, but to take us up to him. And we need him now more than ever. You know, the song says, if we ever needed the Lord before, we sure do need him now. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you, first of all, Lord, we just praising your holy and righteous name. We're thanking you, God, for the wonderful God that you are. And even in the midst of this pandemic and even in the midst of adversity, Lord, we just praise you because you are good all the time. Lord God, we thank you for bringing us safely through another week. We thank you, Lord, for your protections around us and around our families, Lord Jesus. But Lord, we are mindful of those who are sick as a result of this pandemic. And Lord, we are asking you, we are petitioning you, we are pleading with you, Lord, to, to heal the breath of life in those that are sick with this COVID-19, Lord. We are asking you, Lord Jesus, to send angels into the sick rooms and into the, the ICUs and, and those that are on ventilators, Lord. And we're asking you to strengthen them and bring them through this and heal the breath of life in them. Lord, we are also mindful of those that lost loved ones they said in the United States alone yesterday, 4,500 people died of this COVID-19. And so, Lord, we are asking you to be with the family members of those who have died. Lord, we are understanding that there's, oftentimes they're not even able to see their loved one anymore. They're not able to have a funeral. They're not able to uh, 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 have closure and say their final goodbyes. But Lord, I just pray that maybe this is not a final goodbye for many of them and that um, they will be able to join together around the sea of glass with their loved ones once again, Lord God. Lord, we pray for those that uh, are the first responders and the medical personnel that are on the front lines, those that are at the testing centers and those that are in the hospitals and those, Lord, that are caring for the sick. And Lord, we're just asking you to put a hedge of protection around them, Lord God, and keep them safe from this, from this virus, Lord. And then, Lord, there are people that are also suffering from other medical problems and medical issues. Lord, send healing to them on this day, your holy Sabbath day. 
Lord, we ask you for the continued protection, Lord, of, of our family members, our loved ones, our friends, those that we are working with. Lord, I pray for those who still have to go to work, that you would protect them for the, the, the necessary workers, Lord, and those that are deemed necessary occupations. Please, Lord, put a hedge of protection around about them and keep them safe, Lord Jesus, from this thing. And Lord, my prayer is that if there be 50 righteous people on this earth, that you would end this pandemic and that you would end this plague, Lord Jesus, and that you would heal this world, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for another Sabbath day. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity because we know that even though sporting events and entertainment venues and all of that has been shut down, and it was really after the church and shutting the church down. So, Lord, we thank you that we are still able to worship together, even, Lord, as we are quarantined. We thank you that your word is going out all over the world, Lord, through the Internet and through the phone service. And we just thank you and we praise you. And, Lord, I pray that your word would not return to you, Lord. Bless all the participants that are participating on our worship service today and later on this afternoon for our discipleship class. And, Lord, I pray that you would bless the speaker. Pastor Mark Paris, as he brings us the bread of life and breaks the bread of life for us. Lord, um, I pray that he has a word that you've put in his, his mouth that we need to hear, Lord, that will encourage us and that will strengthen us during this difficult time. And Lord, I pray that as we continue to be quarantined, we are never far from your presence, Lord God, and that you would continue to bless us, bless us to prosper and be in good health. Lord, there are those of us who have not working right now as a result of this pandemic. But I pray that you will continue to supply our needs according to your riches and glory, Father God. Bless each and every family member. Bless each and every individual, Lord, among our church family and our worldwide church family and our communities, Lord. And just keep us, Lord, forgive us of our sins and prepare us for your soon return, Lord God. We know that this thing is a warning and a wake-up call. Lord, help us to take it seriously, Lord, and help us to draw closer to you during this time period, Lord. Help us to be found studying your word and praying, Lord, and getting our lamps trimmed and burning, Lord God. And I pray, Father, that when it's all said and done, we will all be able to stand on the sea of glass singing the song of the redeemed. We thank you. We praise you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Sister Lewis, we want to give you just a quick word of stewardship at this point. Remember stewardship of our time, talent, temple, and treasure. All that is just showing our dependence and our trust and faith upon God. Even during the time of this pandemic, we can still show God that we trust in him and that we have nothing to fear. Isaiah 12, 2 says, the Lord has become my salvation, therefore I will not fear. Also, Isaiah 41, 10 Fear thou not, neither be dismayed, for I am your God. I am with you, I will help you, and I will strengthen you with the right hand of my righteousness. So we have nothing to fear during this time, except that we forget how God has taken care of us in the past. One of the things that we want to think about, even though we're quarantined, even though we're not business as usual, we don't want to get so comfortable that we can't trust God when things aren't going perfectly as we would like them to. God is still on the throne, and he has not left his throne. He is still in heaven. He's still taking care of you and I. He still knows exactly what's going on in this world. He's looking for us as his faithful to show others 
that we still believe that God is the sovereign, that there is nothing too hard for him. One way that we can do that is by being faithful with our time, talent, temple, and treasure, continuing to serve God, use this time to draw closer to him. God's looking for us to still be faithful servants, even in our tithe and in our offerings. Times are tough and some of us struggling more than others, but still our dependence has to be on God and not on ourselves. One way that you can be faithful is by using the cash app to return your tithe and offering. And that is on the cash app, dollar sign, T-O-P giving, dollar sign, T-O-P giving. And you can also mail it into our treasurer if you so desire. But let us continue to be faithful in our tithes and our offerings and recognize that God is our source and God is our provider. And he has promised to never leave us nor forsake us. And let us show that we believe that by being faithful servants of God and friends to man. Praise the Lord. Elderly, we want to thank you for that beautiful stewardship nugget. And right before our speaker today, we're going to have special music. But in introduction, our, our speaker today is no, uh, he's no, uh, get, he's no um, person who we don't know. Let me just put it that way. Pastor Mark Paris, who has pastored in the Central States Conference, uh, all of his pastorate. We went to Oakwood together back in the day, <laughs> in the early 80s, and he has been just a, a, a faithful servant of God. He grew up in Denver, Colorado. He's matriculated through Oakwood University, then Oakwood College to Andrews University, and he is presently the ministerial director for the Central States Conference, and he also pastors two churches, also uh, the uh, Highland Crest uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church and also the new uh, missionary Seventh-day Adventist Church. So the Lord has blessed him to do so many things. Uh, his pastoral team, he's married to the former Kelly Taylor, amen, who sang so wonderfully. And so we just want to pray for our pastor as he, as he breaks the bread today, because we know the Lord has given him a word uh, for us, a word in due season. So we want you to pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on this service today. And so our songbird, Sister Beverly Stewart Anderson, is going to take us on up as she sings, His Eye is on the Sparrow. Why should I feel discouraged? And why should the shadows come? And why should my heart feel lonely and long for heaven and home when Jesus is my portion? 
that the church is built upon you, the Petra, the solid rock, Lord, that rock that cannot be and is sovereign over everything, Lord. So we just pray right now that your Holy Spirit will come in and take charge of this service. And we just thank you for being a prayer answering God in Jesus' name. Amen. See if we have it fixed, folks. Well, while they're getting that together, you know, this is always a good time. 
God said he, he inhabits the praises of his children. Amen. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is peace. And so we just want to just give a word to the Lord right now. You know, I um, yesterday uh, at work, I lost my cell phone. You know, these cell phones today aren't cheap. Uh, and But I had my headset on. And, you know, the Bluetooth, the headset, it's one thing that's interesting about that headset. It will tell you when you are out of range. And so my headset said, out of range trying to reconnect. That let me know that my cell phone wasn't close to me. So it alerted me that I had lost it. And by God's grace, it's one thing to lose your cell phone in the house. It's another thing to lose it outside. And, but I knew I was, I just kept walking around and I finally, finally got in range. And I called my wife. I said, I said, call the phone. I took it off of the Bluetooth. And because it just gets you in range, it doesn't get you exactly where you want to go. It gets you in range. So she called it. And lo and behold, I found it. So I praise the Lord. Sometimes the, the Bluetooth can, can uh, be informatic of our spiritual lives. Sometimes we'll get out of range, just like my headset. It will buzz. <laughs> it'll buzz and it keep telling me you're out of range trying to reconnect it'll just keep annoying me and buzzing me so I don't get comfortable it disrupts my flow of my day and it only stops when I get back in range and that's the work of the Holy Spirit it okay we're going to go back to Paul we're going to go back to Pastor alright praise the Lord <clears throat> doesn't matter how far you get out of range God's Holy Spirit will Bring you back. Thank God for his grace. Go ahead, Kelly. Tell him God for Go ahead, preacher. That sounds good. That's perfect. That's beautiful. Am I coming through? Beautiful. Yep. Good. We're Praise good. the Lord. Appreciate. Yes, indeed. I, I want to come from the text that I think will help us walk through this COVID uh, era, uh, this Corona era, uh, from the 23rd Psalms. Um, it actually, it's a text that we all know. And so I think this is the time to come back and realize uh, what God can do, what God has done. And even though it seems to be out of his hand, God still controls all everything around him. And we're so grateful that he does. But but let's let's look at this for a few minutes. Uh, let's have a word of prayer. We're so thankful. Of, we're so thankful for the opportunity just to peruse your word. It gives us. Uh, opportunity to understand that you're really still on the throne. Uh, you haven't given up anything. You are still in control. And we ask, Lord, as we walk through this message, that you'll remind us again who you are and what you're doing. Even when it seems like you're not, you're still in control. In Jesus' name and for his sake, we pray. Amen. I, I like this text. The Lord is my shepherd, and, and all of us could probably repeat it uh, verbatim. Uh, but it's a good text to come back to. It walks us through this uh, Corona era. It lets us know that God is still on the throne. Uh, no matter how it looks, 
uh, is not out of control. Uh, God just allows it. And so I like to read this text. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, uh, which lets us know in the in, in this era uh, that what God is saying is he's not saying that I shall not want. He sees he said that I shall not want, but he's not necessarily saying uh, that we will not or we will get it. The Lord is my shepherd. We sh I shall not want does not mean that I'm going to get everything I want. I shall not want, but I will not get everything I want. That doesn't mean that God is, is not taking care of me. That means God is giving me what he knows I need. And so I'm grateful that the Lord tells us in this first text of Psalms that I shall not want. In other words, everything I need, I'm going to get. Sometimes we think we need some stuff we really don't need. But God is great, gracious in letting us know that uh, he's going to give us everything we need and that with God, I will come to a place where I shall not want for anything. Doesn't mean that I may have to miss a meal. It, it, it doesn't mean that I, I, I may not have the car exactly that I want to have, but it means that I am God's child and God takes care of me the best way he knows I need to be taken care of. And sometimes God has removed stuff from us. But it still doesn't mean that God does not have his hand on us and that God does not give us what we need. So I am his child. I shall never want. Sometimes I may think I want, but I shall never want. Everything I need, I have. And everything I don't need at times is taken away. So I'm grateful that God tells me that he, that he is my shepherd and I shall not want. We sometimes think that if God doesn't get, if we don't get a certain thing, we'll die. Um, people become hoarders because they think they have to pile up so much stuff so that they know that they'll never come to the point of want. <laughs> That's what hoarding is. It's, 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 it's a psychological issue. But, but we as Christians ought to know, even though I may not have anything in my cupboard, God still has everything in his cupboard. And that makes me trust him. Point two, it says we should... He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Now, I, I want to pause here for a moment on this, because really what it means is, is that God gives us rest. Sometimes we become so anxious. What really God tells us to do is, if you are a Christian, you need to just have some emotional rest. You need to lie down in green pastures. You need to know that there's a place of safety. But it does not mean necessarily that you're going to get everything you think you want. All it means is God knows that he will lead me beside the still waters. And in that time, it says he restoreth my soul. Um, I, I, I like it when God takes us down to the green pastures. Um, he prepares for us. He prepares for us the green pastures before we walk through the shadow of death. Notice that. God always prepares you for whatever you got to go through. God is a God who knows exactly what's going to happen and he prepares you by taking you by the green pastures. He gives you, he takes away the anxiousness just before you got to go through stuff because he takes it away to let you know that no matter what you're going through, God is walking with you. He is there and he knows exactly what he needs to do and he's going to do it. 
God knows what he's going to do. The problem with us is we don't necessarily know all the time what God is going to do, when he's going to do it, and how he's going to do it. So we become anxious. But what God wants us to know is that he will walk beside us and that he will walk with us in resting places so that we can be able to deal with the battles of the next day. He then gives us green pastures. Uh, after he gives us green pastures, he begins to continue to walk with us. We can trust God and we need not ever, that's why the Bible says, be not anxious for anything. We need not ever be concerned about anything. Now, I know that's difficult because I have not gotten there yet. I mean, I, I just have not got, but I have gotten closer to recognizing that even though things happen to us, that I don't have to worry about things. I, don't, I should not be anxious. And really, I should not be anxious for tomorrow. I, I, I should not be concerned about what tomorrow brings. I understand there are times when, when we're anxious, when we, you know, we don't have enough food on our table, we think. And, and most of the time, it's not that we don't have enough food on our table. That's just something we assume. So God tells us that he can take care of us. And, and this, this deals with the hoarding issue. We hoard because we think we're not going to have enough. I mean, I mean, that's why, you know, I, I'm just as guilty. Some things I hoard that I shouldn't hoard. I, I need to clean out my house, give away stuff. But hoarding means that I don't trust God. Hoarding means that I think I have to have enough stuff in my house so that I don't run out of stuff. But we ought to know that even when I don't see the stuff, God still has it. And I love that he does that. He, he leads us beside still waters. He begins to slow us down. He begins to allow us to come to a place where we can become peaceful. Even in this coronavirus, Jesus, it seems, made it so that we all had to slow down. You going to work day after day. God slowed it down. He allowed it to be slowed down. Sometimes we don't see the advantage of this coronavirus. It means now you're saying that I'm slowing down and that I'm not trusting myself. I'm not trusting me. I, I may not have a job. I'm not trust. God has brought us to a place where we have to ultimately trust that he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. And even through the coronavirus, he still takes care of us. And it's hard to believe, it, you, as I look at all the times that we as even pastors are dealing with whether we will have, whether we'll be able to pay the payroll. I, I know this much. I don't know if we're able to pay the payroll, but I know somebody who has his hand on it, God does. And God may even try to teach us that even if we don't get a paycheck, that God can still sustain us. And so God uses that sometimes to remind us, to reel us in uh, that he is God, he is God all by himself. He has everything already taken care of. I don't know when, when Christ will deal with it. He may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. And that's all I know. I know it from experience. He may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. But here's the reality. He's always there. <laughs> you may not see him, but he's always there. So that means I don't have to beg him. I don't have to say, God, where are you? 
All I know is where you are, you are. And where you are, you're gonna do what you're gonna do. And if you're not gonna do anything else, you're gonna definitely take care of your children. Taking care of your children may mean different things, but you're gonna take care of us. Uh, things may go uh, the way we don't want them to go, but God's gonna take care of us. All I wanna leave you with is this fact that God, no matter how everything goes, no matter what the president is doing, <laughs> no matter what anybody else in leadership is doing, God's the one who's going to take care of us. And I'm so grateful that God's taking care of us by his grace. And I just pray that we remember, even though God takes us through the valleys of the shadows of death, he tells us we'll fear no evil. Why? Because he's with us. The only thing that's important is God's presence with us. And God is always present with us. God bless you. Let's Let's have a word of prayer. Lord, I am grateful that as we go through this coronavirus era, this COVID era, that one thing I know is that you say you will never leave us nor ever forsake us. And I'm so grateful that you are a God who lets us know that you're always with us. You walk with us through the valley of the shadows of death. You're with us, which means we're safe. Even if we think we're unsafe, we're really safe. And so I ask that you will continue to remind us, to give us the confidence that God knows what he's doing. And he will definitely walk in the valleys that are dangerous and he'll walk with us and take care of us. We have nothing to be concerned about. Help us and forgive us for the times we've been so anxious. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Amen, amen, amen again. Wanna thank the pastor for that powerful message today. In these times of uncertainty, this tenuous time, we can rest assured that the Lord is our shepherd. We can have confidence in knowing that. Thank you, Pastor, so much for that word today. That was meet in due season. But just a couple of announcements. We just want to remind you at 2.30 today, this afternoon, uh, Elder Lee Carroll is going to be leading out in our training for discipleship class at 2.30. You can call in on the prayer line and on Wednesday. We've been having good turnout on Wednesday. Mm. So we want you to uh, uh, call in at 645 for our mental health series led out by Sister Lakita Carroll. Then our prayer starting at 730. So you won't, don't want to miss that. More prayer, more power. So we just want to thank you all for tuning in today and we'll see you uh, at 230 by God's grace. So let's bow our heads for our benediction. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace, both now and forevermore is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, saints. <laughs>